and welcome back to Dead Air. Uh, today uh, we are trying out a new strategy with our audio and we're gonna see how it works. Alright, uh, Nick, I have a couple things I'd like to talk about. Um, first off, I'm gonna pour myself a drink. How are you today? I'm alright. I think I had too much Jameson in this now. It kind of just tastes like Jameson and Coke, well, like a little bit of Coke. I mean, that's not, that's not bad though, is it? We use Jameson, so I don't mind. Alright, uh, first thing on my list that I'd like to talk about today, because I have a small list. Two, and one for fun. Hold this, please. And <laughs> four just to get drunk, and five because of my past. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I want to talk about is uh, someone who's been in the news recently, Shamima Bingham. Oh, we're going to talk about her yeah, um, from the last episode? Yeah, the last episode that will actually never see the light of day because the audio is awful and it's been scrapped. Shamima Bingham. Uh, as uh, you, you may have learned from our last episode, but the listeners didn't, uh, left the UK. Uh, she is... Um, what was she? Uh, what was the place in India she's from? With the, with the B name? Bangladesh. Bang yeah, she's Bangladeshi. Uh, and she went after a, another friend of hers who was also been in the She went to Syria to go get her back um, at the age of 15. So someone's 15-year-old... The 15-year-old parent said, okay, going to Syria is a good thing. This will this will solve all of the issues. And then she became an ISIS bride. Cut to, cut to about three years later. She's had two children. She's pregnant with another. And she's found in a Syrian refugee camp trying to get back to the UK while still being an ISIS supporter. Nicholas, what's your thoughts on that? Because retarded? No, there's not much else behind that. Uh, no. <clears throat> she wanted to go to the UK because they have a good national health care system and education system. It was a good place to bring up a child. However, she'd probably still be torn down. What are your thoughts on that? Good. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, uh, of course, stripped of all of her citizenships. Uh, of which she only had one. Uh, I believe the UK minister was quoted saying she can try for Bangladeshi citizenship. And uh, Bangladesh said, Fuck no. We don't want her. I'm paraphrasing on that one. Uh, but uh, she uh, is still in Syria. Um, and she actually gave birth to her child. This is the newest update that I wanted to tell you about. How did she give birth to her? Oh, she was still pregnant. That's yeah, she's right. still pregnant. Uh, the kid's dead, by the way. Is it stillborn or what? Oh no, it was pneumonia. I've have, have, uh, got her face over here. Newborn of British IS, IS bride Shamima Bingham dies in Syria, officials say. The well, first second I thought that said Shamima Bingham was dead. Or Begum. No, I was like really fucking. Like, I thought that's what it said at first. I'm like, nope. Nope, it was, uh. She went to join the Islamic State and the kid died Friday on the 9th. On my such sad times. Now I just want to make this clear, cause Dad, I know, I, Dad, I know you're listening. May have dropped out of college, may have failed out entirely, but I didn't join a terrorist organization, have three kids, and all of them die. I'm just saying. I thought the other kid was still alive. No, all the kids die. Oh, okay. Well, she could keep the kid alive. Which is not even good for being a nice sprite then. All right. Second thing, let's talk cats. Also relevant to your dad. Yes. <laughs> So, this is just a very doses dad-centric episode. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just trying to find something. I had like four things. Do you go through them already? No, one number two. Oh, okay. 
but I, but I, I don't know. Can we actually just let's pause on cat tips? Because I, I just me for one, I can go to the thing I was gonna talk about. Last episode, that was sorry. great audio. So you know how to cut all that out. Yeah, now I forgot. Me, I was still me, wearing me my actually uh, pull so. a pull a classic Nick Fox real quick and just uh, play with my ice. There we go. I, I'm done. Forgot I was still wearing my name tag, and I do that when I'm at work, so I forgot. Alright. What was the one thing you want to talk about? From the Paris Rights. <laughs> that is an old man uh, in front of a burning building. Is he? Did he start the fire? I don't no, know. No, he didn't. That's just it's been burning rights. since the world's been turning. Yeah. It's just from the Paris uh, Yellow Vest Rights. It's the best picture from it. It's an angry old man. What were, what were you saying? So yesterday was the uh, last Friday of spring break. Mm-hmm. So it was the weekend. Children were out of school. Had been for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was also the Ides of March. Mm-hmm. Starring Ryan Gosling. And uh, guess who uh, closed that day? Well, what is the Ides of March anyway? I was other the, than a Ryan Gosling George. Clooney it was movie. the uh, it, it's, you know the big saying you wear the Ides of March. Oh, okay. Because that's uh, when Julius Caesar was stabbed 23 times. That's where it is. I knew it had something to do with history. Uh, but I would like to uh, put my own little thing out there. Because I closed toys on the last day of spring break on the Ides of March. And it was the most god-awful experience I've ever had. Like this wonderful bottle of Jameson that we are currently sampling large quantities of. I bought this on my lunch break. <laughs> It was that bad a day. So was that today or yesterday? That was yesterday, dude. Yesterday sucked ass. Like, I'm... Oh, God. Holy shit. I, I, it was not a good day in the slightest. Like, hey, speaking of spring was, break, have you seen so that? so many fucking children. I hate children. They were fucking up my entire department. Well, before you hate just children, you can hate the rest of humanity, too. Have you seen that video of people fucking on the open bar on the beach in spring break? Like, literally fucking, like, I'm not saying, like, they're, like, grinding or anything. Like, they're literally, they're both naked having sex in an open bar on the beach. And by open bar, I mean it's just a bar with a canopy that connects to the beach so you can just buy alcohol while you're on the beach. And they're just fucking in it. <laughs> Is, like, the bartender throwing ice on them? No, everyone's just, I mean, it's spring break beach, so it's, like, there's it's standing room only already. Oh, and these people managed to find the one lying down room to fuck on it. <laughs> what assholes. You could have fit like four patrons in there. Yeah. I doubt the owners even knew what was going on. Some guy recorded it, put it on Twitter. And then... I mean, that's not the worst fucking thing that's been on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Remember that... Uh, was, this was a good time. This is a good newsworthy time. Also, speaking of Twitter, James Gunn's back on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That's cool. But hey, uh, do you remember when um, that dude having sex with a McChicken made it all over Twitter? Yeah, we talked about it on an earlier episode, actually. Oh, God, that was a good time. The McChicken guy. Oh, uh, did I also mention that it made it to Facebook? Because Facebook... Yeah, it was on the trending things. news from Twitter. A man fucked a McChicken. <laughs> that was some good shit. All right, I got, like, two other things, and one of them is a closing thing. And we're, we're eight minutes in. I'm, I'm running out. You always blow through your topics, like, super fast. I have a thing to say, I want to say it, and then I say it, and then it's like, yeah, man, that's pretty cool. You're the the opposite of those YouTubers I hate that make, like, a four-hour video to talk about how bad Legend of Korra is. Like, I don't care. It's not that good. 
I mean, I know, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying, like, yeah. Hold on, I need four means, hours for this. By all means, it's bad. Just don't spend five hours telling me, like, to condense it, man. You're not a fucking filmmaker. You're just making a fucking review on YouTube. And if you try to be like, oh, I am a filmmaker. So this isn't a film. This is, a, like, a three-hour dissertation of a children's show. But you know what is a good film? I'm sorry you have to be such a big brain intellectual. What? The, uh... Patch 7.21 Adams? No. Patch 7.21 Adams? <laughs> the remake that, I would not that we need now? It's gonna star um, Will Smith as Patch Adams? Hell yeah. But he's also a genie. <laughs> and he's, he's like, it's rewind time. And he goes back in time to kill the other Patch Adams. It's, it's, and he it's, brings Marcus Browning. And it's uh, literally <laughs> Hamlet 2. Like, like, I know that man's name and I still call him Marcus Browning. <laughs> But uh, what was I? Gonna, what was I going on? Uh, patch seven point two one of Dota two. It's an hour and fifty two minutes, and I just put it on at night and I ASMR myself to sleep with Eric Wright's dulcet tones. The fucking kiwi. Uh-huh. You know who I was surprised to find out is a kiwi, Sam Neil. Oh, do you want to get even more topical? I mean, uh, if you want to talk about topical, Sam Neill's an actor who hasn't been relevant in about 30 years, but he's a great actor. Oh, that's topical. <laughs> Tell me about Sam Neill. He's the no guy way. He's the guy who played John Trent in The Mouth of Madness, a.k.a. like... Oh, the main character? The current, like, best Lovecraftian horror movie ever made. Until they finally let Guillermo del Toro make At the Mountains of Madness, which is where you get the title from. So, if you watch In the Mouth of Madness or Event Horizon, he's the main guy in those... Oh, I love and movie. like he's got a super Amer- good good American accent. I I thought he was just American. He's fucking oh, he's cute. A cute. Oh damn. Mm-hmm. And he's like the high got all the highest. She he literally starred in the first ever uh, feature length film production that what happened in New Zealand. Good for him. All right, um, this is gonna be weird. Okay. This is gonna be super good to listen to, maybe. I'll put some uh, claps in here so you know to keep editing it. Yeah, I clap my badge like that at work when I'm bored, so I forgot I was wearing my badge. Alright, you were saying? About Sam Neill? Yeah. I mean, that was about it. Just that he was a Kiwi and I didn't know it all this time, because, like, every movie he's in, he plays an American. Because I guess someone saw him in a movie where he played an American, and they were like, let's get that guy. And he showed up, and he talked like a Kiwi, and they were like, the fuck is this guy doing here? (laughs) Can you do the American thing again? He's really good. I actually... I haven't seen Event Horizon all the way through. For all I know, he does speak in his accent in that movie. But if I had to guess, he does. Although I do want to see Event Horizon. In the, at the mouth of uh, in the mouth of madness is fucking great, though. I was speaking movies. We watched a movie recently. I mean, can we talk about Shark Exorcist? I don't remember most of it. Neither do I. I was hoping you did because I was really drunk. <laughs> all I remember is that a shark possessed a shark that was like, an evil nun, like sacrificed a woman to a shark who was a demon. And then the shark possessed the woman. I thought and I then went around half of that. And went around killing dudes. And then, like, a priest and a hot lady who in real life were brother and sister. Cause, oh, they must be, because they had the same last name. Either that or it was a huge coincidence. But they looked similar. They went and tried to stop the shark woman from killing more people. And then they had to exercise the shark. All I remember is that the shark kind of looked like Bruce from um, Shark Tale. Yeah, well, if he like didn't sh- move at all. Yeah, and then like there was like a nine-minute post credit scene that you fell asleep during because you were sh- fucking drunk. 
It was my birthday. Yeah, you, you fell asleep because it was boring and you were drunk. Like, we watched that movie and we watched District 9, and I remember District 9 more because it was such a good movie. I didn't even realize District 9 had played. Yeah, no, you were asleep the entire thing. You could really see why District 9 won Best Picture, or didn't win, but got nominated for Best Picture. You know how they uh, made the alien speech? How? In District 9? Yeah. How? They rubbed a pumpkin. Really? It's just pumpkin squeaking. No, I'm just like... <laughs> yep. I got, like, Foley artists. Right, everybody get ready for some really good audio. I mean, you're not next to the microphone. Also, yours is in a glass, which is way louder than my usual foam cups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, checkmate. <laughs> oh, God. I've actually, um, I've taken my alcoholism to new heights. Shower beers. <laughs> Are you doing what, uh... Oh, that's not a thing our friends did. That was something a friend of mine... Or a guy I worked with did. It was this guy named JR, which I'll say because that's, I don't know what his actual name is, but everybody called him JR. Yeah, so good. And then he would, he would like drink beer after work every day. And then, like, one of the other guys was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's an alcoholic because he's like, yeah, I take a beer in the shower with me. And he's like, yeah, just hold it above my head so it doesn't get water in it. <laughs> is that what you're doing? No, I set it to the side on the tub rim. <laughs> Half the time I drink most of it before I get in the shower, or I drink it all after I get out of the shower. How many? <laughs> like it's just that is pretty alcoholic just is it nice to have like a hot shower and then drink a cold beer while you're in there yeah dude it's all <laughs> steamy you put like a YouTube video on I'm like butt ass naked and I'm drying off with a towel and I'm just like sitting there with it around my waist just like oh, that was a nice blanket I'm just some dead air after I take a nice hot shower I like to kick back with a nice cold uh, Coors Light I was gonna say Coors Light but I thought you were gonna like plug one of those other beers you reviewed on no, I don't have this any of those. I wish I had those beers. I emailed the people for Clifford Brewing Co. And they got back to me like, yeah, we're working on it. And I'm like, cool, keep you updated. What'd you email them about? Hey, do y'all ship international? I thought you were going to email them and be like, hey, can we review your booze on our podcast? <laughs> no, it's too late. We've already sold their name. Why? I'm just hoping that they get, like... Because we said that I said that Meek Mill was shitty, and I gave him the dead air bump because it reversed on us. Oh, you said they were good, and now they're gonna turn to shit. Yeah, well, I'm just trying I mean, to put them down be... so that they're like fuck you, and they do better. <laughs> so the other topic was the closing one. Do you want me to talk about um, one hour? Also, have cat tips. Okay. Do you want to do cat uh, tips? There's now a cat. My thing's like an extended. We got story. a cat. Um, because this place all the fucking children everywhere. You know, because we record live at the border. All the fucking children, all their little candies and bullshit. It's attracting rats. Yeah, all those Mexican candies like on the spoon and shit. Yeah, so we got cat to prevent the rodent population. All the Mexican kids and their spicy candies. So we're gonna... This isn't gonna be fun. It's just kind of... I, I should know this thing because there's now a cat. Oh, that's something else we can talk about. <laughs> I, I'm half Mexican, but I really don't understand the appeal of spicy candy. Well, both Mexican candy and in, like, Chinese candy. Like, I don't get the... Why do you want a candy to be spicy? Do you have an opinion on this? I don't get the candy that makes your face hurt. Like the Lucas candy. Mm -hmm. That's just like sour bitter and not fun at all to eat. Like, like I'm thinking about the taste. I can taste it. Because that, like, it's one of those things that just punches you in the... Like, if your mouth was a dick, it would punch you in there and hurt that much. I mean, not even those things, though. Just, like, regular candy that has, like, uh, it's like, oh, hey, sweet, Mexican candy. And it's like, I'll eat this nice, sweet candy, and then it's, like, chile. And you're like, what the fuck? And then it's a spicy candy. 
Oh, yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't get those. Where it's like a Jolly Rancher, but instead of a juicy Sweet. fruit flavor, it's chile. It's and then it has, it has like, lime on the inside. I mean, I love me my chili lime, but I prefer it in a savory context inside the sweet. Yeah, that's what I get. Like, I love those flavors. I have nothing... Like, I love spicy food. I just, like, I'd rather eat fucking, like, a spicy food and, like, a crispy chip or, like, on top of meat instead of in a hard candy form. Yeah, no, I... I don't, I, un- I, I, I don't I understand why, how that became a thing that people love so much. But, I mean, hey, if you like it, it's cheap as hell, so... Alright, you ready? Yeah, go for it. Alright, number one cat tip. Give your cat quality food. That's kind of true for any animal. While dry foods tend to be better at keeping cat's teeth clean, it can also dehydrate your cat as they have a low thirst drive. If you're unsure of what to feed your cat, discuss food with your cat's veterinarian. They'll suggest what to feed your cat based on its specific nutritional needs. Tip number two. Provide age-appropriate cat food. This This applies to dogs, too. Yeah, like, don't don't do it suddenly. Don't transition suddenly from kitten to adult cat, because that'll that'll fuck with your cat. Also, give you cats like if it's a long hair cat, which we do have. Because if you're a, if, those Mexican winters are very cold. Based on the the picture, and this is if you're a black man, feed your cat high fiber food. I mean, just give your cat the best shits of its life. That's what the picture Sam. Because it's like a black guy holding a bag of high-fiber cat food. It's got a big green check mark next to it. Also feed your cat two to three times a day. Also unlimited access to drinking water. There we go. I mean, this is kind of obvious. Do people need this advice? I mean, I, I just searched how to raise a cat because we got a kitten. Oh, I know. I'm saying like this. So far, this is all basic shit that anybody should know if they get a pet. Yeah. I was hoping for something more in more serious, but this is what we got. We need to go to a better WikiHow article. Uh, go to WikiHow, How to Be Emo. It's a real article, I've read it. What? Well, now, now you got me into it. Let's see, is the whiskey? There's whiskey, yeah. This is going to be great fucking audio for me to listen to later. Oh, that's... Uh, he opened a new tab that went to my, an episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me, but the way the font looked, I thought he was watching some kind of Bollywood show, and I was like... Are you into fucking Bollywood now? I should be. Everyone should be. Well, I like Bollywood, but I just usually don't have five hours to watch a movie. For anybody who doesn't know, in India, going to the movies is like a thing that everyone does. So you bring your whole family and everyone goes. So they try to give the most for your, like most bang for your buck. So Bollywood movies are all like minimum two and a half hours long. Maximum like four hours long. And there will be, like, 16 plots that all get resolved, 12 musical numbers, three romances. Like, you'll live, like, an entire life in the movie theater before you leave. I watched a, an Indian comedy. It was an Indian romantic comedy of two guys trying to find love. And they went on, like, five separate love adventures that failed before we were even halfway in the movie. And halfway in the movie was an hour and 40 minutes. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and just stop here. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it was good. Like, the sense of humor didn't really translate to me in American, but if you're an Indian person, I imagine it was really funny. Parts of it made me laugh. The fact that they all had Indian mullets because it was the 80s was pretty funny. One guy had, like, an Indian mullet, and the other guy had, like, an Indian jury curl. Are you ready to learn how to be emo? I wonder if that movie was produced by T-Series. 
Probably another. I think they're a music conglomerate. Uh, I thought they made movies too. I think I they're just no, an entertainment. Yeah, they're an entertainment conglomerate. You're right. Right. You ready to learn how to be emo? Yeah, go for it. I'd look it Get up. an emo parent. I've read this before. This is pretty fun. There's also a how to be furry. No. There's a wiki how of how to be no. a furry. No. If, I don't know if you remember, but me and Ben read it, and then Ben created his persona, which was a snail. Oh, yeah, Derek Toplin. Yeah. Oh, God, you actually remembered? Yeah, Derek Toplin. Derek Toplin. Toplin, yeah. He was yeah. just literally a snail that smoked a pipe and wore a sweater on his shelf. He was a, Wasn't he was a snail who was a British man. Like a middle class British man with a job, who was an Arsenal fan, and he had a fur a fur affinity account. He probably still does. We go there right now, and it's the most active fucking thing. There's like shitloads of fan art. That'd be <laughs> that'd be funny. Like two several thousand in commissions. Oh, and then like the pictures, like he wasn't like a anthropomorphic snail who was cute. He was, uh, like a snail. Like he was a realistic snail. You just go and then our friend who we created it with, like he's an artist, and he drew like an actual, like like lifelike snail drawing, and just took a picture of it. And that was his first one. Oh shit! Do you want to finish reading the How to Be Emo article, or should no, I tell you my other? It made me sad to. Oh god! It made me sad. To Wiki how article. Wiki how articles are like the funniest shit on the internet. Like if there if there's something that you think you know, like I guarantee you there might be a Wiki how article for how to get AIDS. Like, how to be a bug chaser. That's probably a WikiHow article. That's next episode. Let's let, let's let's go down this rabbit hole a little bit later, please. More like a WikiHow special episode? Yeah. Ugh. God, it just made me sad, and I'm sorry. Let's see. Would you like me to tell the story I was going to tell? Yes, please. Okay. Let's do a Sophia Petrillo intro to this. Picture it. Uh, I believe it was 2002... In Silicon Valley, our favorite place. Everyone on that listens knows how much we love Silicon Valley. Uh, for people who are new, we fucking hate it. There's this uh, a chick named Elizabeth Warren who drops out of Stanford at age 19 to start a startup company. This is all shit you've heard before in like the tech industry. Really, Bill Gates drops out of Harvard, starts Microsoft. Boom, billions of dollars. Uh, I don't know if Steve Jobs finished college, but he's a fucking asshole. Just ripped off Steve Steve Wozniak anyway. Uh, but like same shit you always hear. But this time, she's not starting a tech startup. Well, I guess she sort of is, but it's a biomedical tech startup called Theranos. And then her whole uh, business plan is to get all these engineers and shit, and they're gonna work on building a system that can do over two hundred blood tests. Uh, instead of from the Venus, uh, Venus, uh, like, poke or whatever, mm-hmm. the armband, where they draw, like, six vials of blood out of you and test all those. Yep. They, they're working on a thing where you could prick your finger and get, like, like what you would do for diabetes, but take that amount of blood and run 200 tests on it through one machine. So, it starts in 2002, and it quickly becomes, like, one of the biggest... Oh, shit, the tanks are here. <laughs> Don't eat you with it. Oh, fuck, Donnie. Donnie's here. It it became one of the uh, biggest, like, startup companies in, like, the entire world, but especially in biomedical, and everyone was buying into it because, fuck it, this technology would have been huge. So, obviously, Walgreens and CVS both wanted, like, huge money in it. So, pretty soon, Elizabeth Warren and... Or, not Elizabeth Warren. That's that other chick, that politician chick. Elizabeth Holmes, sorry. Elizabeth Holmes and her boyfriend are running this thing. 
and they have all these engineers and they have all these investors and they show off this machine called the Edison which is uh, named after Thomas Edison and it runs all the blood tests so it keeps going and pretty soon by I want to say I think 2015 is when it was at its biggest it was worth like 7 billion dollars or something like that like the whole company was worth that but here's the thing the fucking machine doesn't actually work and they never had any technology that actually worked oh and the whole like what is that 13 years of it existing oh the Edison machine only worked for about 7 tests out of the 200 it said it could and all of those results were spotty at best and uh, all the people who invested in it were basically like they weren't going to get their money back after the story got broken by a Wall Street Journal writer I can't remember his name but uh, so now Elizabeth Holmes is currently on trial for wire fraud and a couple other things I think because Theranos was just a bullshit company that didn't actually have any product they hired engineers and shit to keep working on it but one of the ways that like she was like she was honestly just a sociopath so she was good at manipulating people which honestly when you look at her I guess if you don't know she's a sociopath sociopath people think she's just charismatic but she's fucking scary looking she's got really big eyes and she does not blink them she just as soon as she's looking at you it's oh, she's, just she's got the suck well Mark Zuckerberg seems like a fucking early runner early version of one of the Blade Runner androids so something about him is like endearing, like when he's trying to feed cows, not looking like a strange autistic robot. But like Elizabeth Warren looks like she'd be looking at the cow, wondering how much meat it contains. <laughs> a sizable amount. Oh, God, I did it again, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Holmes, sorry. I don't know much about Elizabeth Warren, I keep hearing her name, and that's why it's the two Elizabeths are blending into my, into my subconscious. What does Elizabeth Warren do? I don't know. Yeah, she's in the news a lot. I keep hearing her fucking name. I think she's Trumpy. Uh, let's check. Yeah, real I mean, quick. that's that's a decent bet in this day and age. She's either a she's either a trumpet or a non-trumpet. Let's see, an anti-trumpet. Okay, well, it's definitely not Eliza Warren from the eighteen hundreds. Google. I said Elizabeth. Elizabeth, you mean? <laughs> no, I don't. Are you she's a senator. Democrat, Republican. There's a thing from the New York Times that she wants to fix capitalism. I think she's running for president. Oh. Um, I'll pass. American politician. Well, let's see what. Let's see what party she is first, so we can get an idea if she's a trumpet or not. Oh, she's a Democrat. So she's an anti-trumpet. So okay. I, I don't know if she's like a crazy one or a good one or whatever. But she's not important right now. We're talking about Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes is fucking crazy. Like she's got. Like, a lot of people say she's got, like, a really commanding personality and, like, um, is attractive. I find her kind of disturbing because of how she looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Here, I'll show you a picture of her real quick. For anybody watching, Google Elizabeth Holmes and just see a picture of her. It's not as bad there, but in interviews... Oh, she she reminds me of Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah, she kind of does look like her. It's not as bad there, but, like, in interviews I and stuff, like... She will make that face the whole interview. Do you remember Hillary Clinton? Go back to that first picture. She looks really happy, like, in the middle of an interview. Remember when Hillary Clinton um, poured that one beer on the campaign trail? 
and it was like 20% beer and 80% foam. Oh, yeah. That's the face she was making. It's like that woman could not pour beer. Take 40 years off that? Like, and uh, then, like, elongate the face just Hillary a little Clinton bit. Hillary Clinton in college, it. the version that you'd go out with? God, she was I hot. Yeah, I remember at one point you said that Hillary I Clinton would, in college was hot. I would fuck college-age hill dog. Hill dog! So, well, the way this whole thing started, the guy did a bunch of research. He wrote a book called Bad Blood that I want to read. It's, I think his name's, like, John Carenway or something like that. Uh, just look up Bad Blood book. It'll be there. But he did, like, a whole research into Elizabeth Holmes' life and, like, how she came up to be this, like, a multi-billion dollar... The world's youngest billionaire. Uh, at age of time. Yeah. Because Carolyn Jenner got it. Because she sells, sells makeup. And, and, yeah, and, and, and fucks Travis Scott. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't he, that, um... She went, she went deco mode. Wasn't that uh, her sister who fucked him? Uh, no, I think Kendall Jenner's the one married. Is that Kylie Jenner that he's yeah, with? There was a I don't know. They're all the fucking same. <laughs> Let's see. They're all fucking Kendall or Kylie. Every time I think of the Kardashians, I think of George Carlin saying he fucking hates parents who name their kids all the same initial. It's like, here's Kendall and Kylie and Kim and Courtney. All right, let's see. Uh, who? I'm just gonna put who's who's Travis Scott fucking. That's pretty good, man. What does Travis Scott do for a living? It's not a whole guy. Composer, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, he's with Kylie. That's who he's fucking. Dead Air Update. Kylie Jenner is fucking Travis Scott. For all the out-of-touch fat dudes <laughs> like me and those who don't don't know. I don't even know who both of the, either of those people are. They're the, they're the Kardashian kids that are from the... When Bruce fucked... Uh, man, that would kill... I just remembered her name. It's Chris Jenner. That would fucking kill her if she knew, if she knew that I remembered Bruce Jenner's name, but not hers, because she's such a fucking fame-hungry whore. So like all the all the three main Kardashians, like the Kardashians, are from the Kardashian dad that was an OJ lawyer, and then Kylie and Kendall Jenner are from um, fucking former big dick Bruce. Because right, I have this uh, like now big clip, Kate. Is that her name? I forget. Yeah. Okay. Caitlin. Oh yeah. She did a hit and run. I remember the. I remember the. And she won Woman of the Year for being a trans, but uh, not. Uh, even men are better at being women. Um, she beat out fucking Malala. Is that the girl that got shot in the head and lived? Yeah, cause she wanted to go to school. She beat out Malala. Uh, you know, fucking. Um, yeah, that pissed me off women. so bad when Caitlyn Jenner got Woman of the Year. I was like, this is stupid. I'd like you to explain that meme because I don't understand that meme. Okay, it's a picture of Joe from Family Guy in drag, and if you don't know, Joe has a really big jaw, and it says Khloe Kardashian outside Tristan Thompson's door, listening to him fuck other girls. I guess Khloe Kardashian fucked a dude named Tristan. I don't know about that part, but the reason they say that is because Khloe's the tall one with like more rugged features for a woman than Kim or Courtney. That's why. Everybody makes the joke that she's like the Chewbacca of the group. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, uh, well, now Mama, Mama Kardashian. Yeah, I just remember Kate from, uh, from the meme, well, split my dick and call me Caitlyn. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna use that fucking line. <laughs> I've said it several times God, since I first is, saw that meme. That is mean, but oh lord, I'm, I'm gonna bust that shit out of I work. mean, they, they voted her Woman of the Year, so... 
fuck it. I'm gonna make fun of it. Um, but yeah, okay. Wrapping up the Elizabeth Holmes thing, the guy who investigated her basically investigated her past, and like, she went to China and like uh, learned something about their industry there, and she like was gonna use that. And she met this dude named Sonny, who was like 20 years older than her, and she that wound up being the boyfriend that she dated that helped her run Theranos. Mm-hmm. And basically, the way they kept Theranos under wraps for all these years before the Wall Street Journal busted the case was because they would just, like, threaten to, like, careerly destroy someone. Like, if you were a biomedical engineer who got a job there and you were like, this is unethical and bullshit, we're not actually doing anything, uh, they would they, they would just, like, fire you, and then if you were going to talk to anybody about it, well, first they'd have you sign an NDA, of course, but if they even thought you were going to talk to anybody, they would fucking just, like, destroy all your career prospects. Mmm. And, uh... That's awful. There's at least one case of a cancer patient who did a Theranos blood test with the pen prick that said he was okay, and then he died of cancer later. And then... That guy's wife, I believe, went on to become like uh, an anti-Theranos person that helped bring him, or helped collect all the information to give to a journalist, to the guy who cracked the story. Okay. And uh, suspicion arose after she became more and more famous, because everyone was like, hmm, biomedical engineering is not really something you can just drop out of college and know how to do. Like, software, yeah, you could just be a natural at it and be like. I'm a designer an operating system, and then you have Microsoft, but you can't just drop out of medical school and be like, I'm a design revolutionary medical technology that's gonna, like, change the face of the medical field for forever. And, uh, lots of people would, that, like, I think I think it was CVS or Walgreens, it might have been both of them, they sent undercover dudes into Theranos, because they wanted to, like, oh, go check out and make sure it's legit so we can invest all our money so he went and came back, and he was like, uh, yeah, it does not seem legit. Like, I would not invest money on that. And they were, like, so desperate not to miss out on they the possibility it. of this technology. They blew that good dude off and just invested all their money. Like, shit tons of money. Like, God. billions of dollars. Like, billions of dollars from that. And fucking Hill Dog's husband, mm-hmm. Bill, Bill, uh, Bill Dog. Uh, Bill, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill Dog, he did it. I honestly think he just wanted to hit it. Because, like you said, she does kind of look like young Hillary Clinton. Mm. He's like, fuck, I want to fuck Hillary back when she was hot. Guy, you remind <laughs> me of Monica. So, Bill Clinton was all about her. There was a bunch of... Lots of older dudes were really into Theranos. I don't know if it was just because Elizabeth Warren... What if she suck their dicks? Well, um, I feel like that would have come out by now if it happened. But she was like the sugar baby thing where, like, if you're a guy who's a sugar baby for a sugar mama... It's real hard because you gotta be like good looking and give the good dick. Mm-hmm. But if you're like a chick who's a sugar baby or sugar daddy, you can literally just lead the dude on for months and collect thousands of dollars and then never have sex with him and just stop talking to him. Because guys are stupid when it comes to vaginas. We need to get on that financial domination fetish, bro. <laughs> hey, you have a financial domination of two fat men spending your money on Ooh. video games, booze, and audio equipment? <laughs> like, we got you, bro. We got you. Dose will call you daddy and demand money from you. Or I guess if it's a humiliation thing, he can call you a faggot who's gay. That's right. I think you might be too nice for financial domination, Dose. Spend your money. Because you need to be like, fuck you, you small dick piece of shit, send me $10,000. And it's like, yes, mistress. Right? Chipotle with it. (laughs) 
farted on the rest. It smells bad now. Send me a thousand dollars. I bought your pole and farted on it and sent it back. <laughs> yes, mistress. He's like sitting there rubbing all the dollars in his face. Oh, we have an episode of Dead Order right now. <laughs> Ghost gets into financial domination. <laughs> I like. I have a whole season where you sexually identify as a woman. Just so we can explore trans dose. There stories. was one dude. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's not do that. That's a horrible thought. I also, I Probably actually uh, remember the thing that I would like to show you. Let me do that. Let me talk to the, uh, Garfield hentai. Is that a thing? Yes. Oh, and also... Oh, sweet God. Here's another fun fact about Elizabeth Holmes. She uh, really wanted to be Steve Jobs. Like, really wanted to be Steve Jobs. So, she would... She wore a lot of turtlenecks. Yes. You're joking, but you're right. Here you go. Three panels out of it. She wore a lot of turtlenecks. They were all black turtlenecks. And fucking... She really wanted to be Steve Jobs. Like, she's like so desperate to be Steve... She would do everything like him. She'd wear all the turtlenecks. She would, uh... There's that famous picture of Steve Jobs holding the iPhone like this to, like, show it off. Mm-hmm. Like, she would take pictures holding the little capsule that you would fill full of blood for the Theranos machine. Which, in hindsight, them naming it Edison's really funny to me. Oh, because it was Edison's. Diet. Yeah, it was just a piece of shit that wasn't as good as another person's thing. Like, it wasn't as good as just getting your blood drawn, but they're going to act like it's better <laughs> and convince people... And then and wind up killing people, just like Edison wound up killing a bunch of animals. Yep. Didn't he? Didn't he kill people with AC current? He killed uh, like animals with AC current to be like, look, it's dangerous. What the fuck? Yeah, he did. He did that because <laughs> people were too. He did that shit in public. People were too stupid at the time to be like, oh yeah, electric electricity in general will just kill you. They were just like, oh shit, that fucking crazy European man's gonna kill us all. Which at the time, oh, to, to be, be fair, fair he was Slavic. If, the, those are the black people, white people. To, and also, to be fair, if he wanted to kill everybody, Tesla totally could have. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I remember like he gave someone. Um, I'm sorry. He gave someone like a. Don't open this. It's a death machine. Don't kill anyone. Very careful. And then after he died, like he gave him that death machine as payment. And after he died, they opened it. There was just a bunch of shit in the box. Yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't it just like rocks? <laughs> no, no, it was like circuits and shit. Oh. Um, just shoved in there, it didn't actually do anything. What? A, oh, and uh, st- she after she found out Steve Jobs would have marketing meetings on Wednesday, she would have marketing meetings on Wednesday with the same marketing firm, just at different times, I guess. After Steve Jobs died... She killed herself? No, she's still alive and going to jail probably for a very long time. Or, because of the way America works, she's a pretty white lady with lots of money. She'll probably do, like, three years at the most. She'll probably have nothing go wrong. She'll have another startup in a couple of years. Well, did I tell you how they faked the Theranos blood tests? How did they fake the Theranos blood tests? They would bring investors in, and uh, the investors would come in, and it'd be like, all right, and they'd, pin, they'd do the pin prick, and they'd take the blood, put it in a little capsule, put it in the Edison machine. It's like, all right, Edison's going to take, like, 20 minutes. Let's go take a look at the rest of the facility. I'll show you the labs and everything. And they'd leave the room. Technician would come in, take the blood out of there, put it into a vial, and take it in the other lab, and then test it. And then get all the readings from it. Come back, put it in the Edison, type in what it needs, and then just print out what it's supposed to say. And then they'd come back and be like, look at that, the Edison doing all it's supposed to do. And that's how they scammed, like, billions of dollars from investors. Yeah, I think I'd be like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, but 
there's honestly like no reason for you to like question it when you're someone who's going in there thinking it's gonna work. Like yeah. if it was us going in there, we're both fucking like Jews with our money, <laughs> despite not having any Jewish heritage to our knowledge. We're both Jews with our money, and they were like, "Yeah, we just want you to invest a couple like ten million dollars," and then it's like, "Okay, you want to take a walk around? No, I want to see how this thing works because this is." That's a lot of money. Just crack that bad boy open. I gotta, I gotta... Crack it open. Let's watch it while it works. I'm into that. You know what I'm into? Watching shit work. Oh, it's all electronics. I don't give a fuck. I'll watch paint dry for 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean... If $10 million is online, I'll watch paint dry. Even even when um, this medicine first became a thing... Oh, excuse me. There was lots of biomedical scientists coming out saying, like, there's no feasible way this could work because... Out of all the 200 tests you have to do, there's, like, no way you could keep all the different testing stuff, like, right next to each other without fucking up all the samples. And with, like, that little amount of blood, like, you can't do a cancer test that, and, and also, like, a hepatitis test right next to each other with just that much blood without fucking it up. So I think to do blood tests, you have to dilute the samples. So if you're diluting, like, a pinprick's worth of blood, it's gonna be fucking just red water after like the first two tests so uh-huh. they were already questioning it but it's media so like billionaire woman is just that's a way better story than her being wrong boom straight to the front page and then she got oh, she must have great she must have been woman is wrong she must have been fucking masturbating because that someone published on I think it was Entrepreneur Magazine or something the next Steve Jobs, she must have oh, fucking God, she, came. She's, oh, dude. She when bloody. Steve Jobs died, I think she had all the flags at Stern. I was half masked and shit. Like, oh, she had everybody take like, like, uh, like a ten minute, ten minutes of silence in honor of him and shit like that. If I worked there, I'd have been like, <laughs> just, just fucking annoyed. I'm like, so you mean that guy who like just quietly abandoned background, just that guy who uh, abandoned his daughter and treated her like shit until she was sixteen and then. It's just to be a dick named his first computer after her. Yeah, that guy? Oh, and ripped off his friend and fired him from the company? That guy? Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, fucking awesome. Love him. Good man, good man. Yeah, he's such a good dude. I don't like Apple, is what I'm saying. Would you, um... Well, I like Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak's super cool. Would you invest all all of your worldly possessions if she'd fuck you? Like... Elizabeth Holmes? Yeah. No. Like, dry... She's she's giving me a dry hand job and no, I'm back no, 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 like fuck you dry. Like you just physically, I don't know. there's nothing left. I don't find her attractive it's at all. It's just like it's like it's like a six hour thing. She looks thing. scary to me. If a, if a blonde white lady stared at me unblinking for 10 minutes while I was having a conversation with her, would it would literally terrify me. Even, any woman, like if I'm talking to a person and they don't blink for 10 minutes, I'm scared. That is not okay, right, and so you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to do it. I already know you. Shit, you, you literally just broke it in like ten <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so, like, add a blonde white lady to that, who, by my knowledge, are the craziest uh, women inwardly, because at least like crazy black women are like screaming and threatening you. Blonde white ladies are just internally they'll just angry. Kill those, they'll just cut your dick off and throw it in a field. Yeah, and Lorena Bobbitt was a Yeah, and then you'll though. find it, and then you'll re- have it reattached. By the way, <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt, after like 20 years of not doing anything, appeared on the Steve Harvey show and received a standing ovation. That lady who the for, Yeah, for mutilating her husband, which there was supposedly, she he was abusive. Which, I mean, yeah, sure, but there was no proof that he was. 
But still, receiving a standing ovation for cutting a man's dick off instead of just going to the cops <laughs> and like, throwing it in the field. Like, she received a standing ovation from Steve Harvey's crowd. I mean, Steve Harvey's crowd is literally all women. Yeah, I probably mean, hate their husbands. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Which is weird. Steve Harvey's crowd used to be, like, all, like, young, hip, black people who wanted to watch a funny show. Now it's all middle-aged white ladies. It's a Christian talk show host. That's that's strange. That he, it's strange that his career went that way, don't you think? Like, it'd be like if our career, like, this is this now, two fat guys on a couch talking about, like, like weird shit on the internet. And then, like, fast forward 40 years, and we're in, like, we're hosting Dr. Dose. And it's like Dr. Phil. And you're, like, bald with a mustache talking about how we're going to save some teenager. Like sending them and to I'm, the ranch. Yeah, I'm off on the corner going, send her to the ranch. Send her to the ranch. <laughs> I want to be the dude saying send her to the ranch. You can be fat and bald. I'm probably going to be mustache. bald. So I just need to get a mustache. But, like, we'll still put you in a bald cap. I, d- I doubt you're going to be bald. You're probably going to still have that hair just gray. <laughs> can I, like, at the end of the day, can I still put you in a bald cap? Even though I'm bald? Yeah. What point of... Look. <laughs> Double bald. You, you want to bald the... T- you're like, we need more baldy. <laughs> We can't send her to the ranch. We can't take a buffer to your skin, so we need to put a bald cap on you, so make that shit shine. Have you heard so Dr. Phil? Oh, last thing about Elizabeth Holmes. That's really interesting. Um, she would talk in a bar- she had talking a baritone voice. Mm-hmm. That's not her voice. She would just talk in a baritone voice because she thought it made her sound more distinctive. So uh, she would talk in it to sound like commanding. But it would, after very long days at the office, or in extended interviews, you'll hear it go away. So she starts off talking in this really weird... No, not that bad. Kind of like, if anybody's ever... I don't know why I'm going to say this, because nobody has, but if you ever listen to Bourbon Princess, Monique Ortiz, she's a What the fuck is a Bourbon Princess? Uh, And how can I date them? Monique Ortiz is pretty hot. She's only, what, she's like 40... (laughs) I don't know if she's being... That's either. fine. Well, uh, you'd also like her because she's a bass player that was very influenced by Morphine. Oh. So, Bourbon Princess, if you're a fan of Morphine and you've you been looking... all the right things. If you're a fan of Morphine and you've been looking for, um, like, a low... The f- drug or the band. If, <laughs> yeah. If you're a fan of Morphine and you, you've been looking for a low rock fix, uh, Bourbon Princess is the way to go. She also formed a power group with the other two guys from Morphine called AKACOD. Oh, nice. Um, so the rem- 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 remaining members of Morphine were to band with her. She sings in a baritone, and that's her natural singing voice. She has a really deep lady voice. And we're down here. No, not, not, not bass. Just like, just go, after we finish recording, you can listen to it. Anybody listening, go look up more, more deeper. Or just listen to Elizabeth Holmes talk. She talks like that, but like after extended interviews, it'll start slipping into a regular... Just woman voice, like a like higher pitched voice, and not like she doesn't go from like "Hey guys, how's it going?" to like hey, ooh, ooh. like she doesn't jump up to anime girl. Hey, she just drifts. Um, um, <laughs> she, she, she just kind of drifts into normal speaking voice for a woman. But like basically everything about Elizabeth Holmes was pretty average, except for the fact that she's an excellent manipulator and desperate to be super famous for being the next Steve Jobs. So she got that. She scammed lots of people out of billions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, 
ruined a lot of people's careers. At least uh, it led to the death of one person that I know oh. of. Um, and cost Walgreens and CVS and several other... Bill Clinton and uh, Henry Kissinger, fucking the Kiss Man himself, like uh, like lots of famous people, let just let and fucked them all over. <laughs> oh God damn it! Now her and her and that guy Sonny are uh, currently going uh, going to trial for wire fraud. I feel like she'll somehow talk her way out of it. And get like three months probation, and then Sonny will go to jail for life. Because <laughs> he he is like a Middle Eastern man uh, on trial for life. Some I guarantee somehow her lawyer is gonna be like it was all him, and then just he'll go to jail, and then she'll be out in a couple years to do a new another startup, and then everyone will be real surprised in ten years when it turns out nothing happened and it was all just fraud. And then it'll be the exact same thing. And then just... Yep, because people forget everything after about twenty years. Well, maybe not now. Maybe, oh, I don't know. Now it's like, oh, it's run by this person. Who are they? Google.com. Google.com. Oh, fucking fraud. Okay. A I fraud don't scary ass. I'd be terrified. Yeah, I mean, her name's... Even if she does go walk away scot-free, her name's pretty tarnished in the business world. Like, anybody's like, who am I meeting with? Elizabeth Holmes? Oh, Jesus. Unless they're going to be like, hire her as a lobbyist right now. Because <laughs> she would, she'd probably be great at that. Ah, oh, shit. How are, we, how are we doing today? We're uh, doing pretty good. Okay. That's the story of Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes. Was, I figured you'd find that very interesting. I did. Especially, that was Thank you. especially since you're a person who loves, uh, like, legal, like, le- reading, like, legal, like, people getting their shit pushed in by the law. Oh, God, that is so satisfying when they're scumbags. So, yeah, hopefully that happens to her. Uh, I don't know much about what's going on. For anybody who interested more uh, Elizabeth Holmes stuff, there's lots of interesting, like, mini-documentaries about her on YouTube. I think there's a full-length documentary about her on Netflix, I'm not too sure. And there's the book that started it all by a John, I think his name's like John Karen Rue or something like that, called Bad Blood. So check it out, he's getting a dead air bump. Yeah, they're gonna ruin his career. Actually, hey, man, oh, actually, if the dead air bump does work in a negative way like that... Maybe since we said Elizabeth Holmes is going to get off, she's going to go to jail for like a million years. <laughs> we can only hope. And even if his book does not... I mean, it's already a bestseller. But even if it even if it failed, he's still got a job at the Wall Street Journal, so he's doing all right. Well, no, because this is old media. He's going to die soon. I think the Wall Street Journal is one of the few ones that's doing okay. I mean, we know the Washington Post or whatever is struggling because they need to take every chance they can get to bitch about PewDiePie. Literally, PewDiePie made a post on YouTube saying hey I'm not going to upload today in honor of all the people that died in the mosque shootings he's like I don't think it's like a good day to like be uploading funny videos so I'm just going to wait and post tomorrow they literally made a video saying like they made they made a, an article saying like oh PewDiePie refuses to talk about the mosque shootings he yeah. could have done so much more it's like literally he did talk about it he's like it's disrespectful literally PewDiePie can do nothing right when it comes to like um, like newspapers Millionaire only donates several hundred thousands to uh, help Indian nine-year-olds. Yeah, but they won't mention shit about Taylor Swift only donating ten grand to an orchestra. No, they'll fucking blow it up like, oh, ten grand. She like Buzzfeed was like, she's the most charitable celebrity of the year. The same year, fucking Akon donated millions to Africa, but whatever. Yeah, no, he built the electricity system in Africa, three million dollars. Have you noticed that? uh, This is just something I randomly thought of because I thought of 
how uh, even though George Bush wasn't the best president, he actually did a lot to help women with AIDS in Africa. Like, that's something nobody talks about. That's just something he randomly did. What did he do? He went to Africa. What did he do? I didn't get that nod yet. Uh, George W. Bush, I, I don't know how it all started. I don't know all the backstory. You think I would be in the Africa guy, but... Yeah. He, he uh, I guess at some point, took a, like, you know... What do they call it when the president goes to a country to get goodwill tour or whatever? Yeah, he did a goodwill tour. Yeah, he did, like, a goodwill trip to Africa. And I guess he met lots of struggling women in different countries in Africa who had AIDS. Because, you know, it's such a fucking issue. Not, maybe not so much anymore. I'm sure if you're in Africa bad. and listening to this... Put a condom on your penis. Yeah, don't listen to the church. It goes on the penis, and it protects you from STDs, and it lowers your chance of getting uh, HIV-AIDS by, like, 70%. Yeah, and also, if you're in Africa, your continent's cool. Don't let people shit on it. Um, or in it. Yeah, don't shit in the streets. Don't become San Francisco. Don't be India. Listen, Africa, you're in way it, cooler than San Francisco. Let me, fi- let me find that post, because it's a beautiful post. What, people shit in the streets in India? Yes, let me find it. India is such a weird combination of, like, a technologically advanced society that's also, like, 100 years old. Like, it's so strange. Because they have so many, like, software giants and all this kind of shit, and then there's people who are so poor they literally shit in the streets. <laughs> There's that one guy who's like a street dentist who's just a dentist that operates on homeless people because he he thinks he should. Uh, this is a poster from India, according to their IP, because it displays the flag. This India smells and is dirty meme based on some cherry-picked images of streets that are selected by the community to be recycling areas of town needs to stop. India is the nicest smelling country on earth. If you think curry smells, then you are an idiot. Curry has a delicious smell. India smells of curry, and it smells delicious. White countries all smell of air freshener, female perfume, street sweepers, air conditioner, chewing gum. It is disgusting and unnatural. India has a good, natural smell. It smells like a country of people should smell. I enjoy my curry smell, not fucking lavender banana anti-rape. SJW perfume conditioner with sweat prevention qualities even though it is sexy when women sweat. You western fucks have just destroyed your noses. Also, there is no shit on the average Indian street. The only shit is in designated shitting streets. <laughs> and the smell in the river, it is because of fish shit, not human shit. Indians don't shit in rivers. Don't believe the memes. Australians are the smelly ones. Abos never invented a toilet, and they let abos run wild. Most Australians have abo shit on their shoes. Remember, poo in the loo. Or in a designated shitting street. Oh, well, long long story short. Basically, I guess George Bush did, like, a goodwill tour of Africa. Yeah. And uh, met a bunch of women who were struggling, mothers that had AIDS. So he did a lot to help women in Africa with AIDS, which, granted, maybe we should focus on American issues before we worry about other countries, but that's something cool that he did, because everybody, during his presidency, liked to act like he was just a retard that didn't know what he was doing, and... Uh, hated people and never took care of anybody. So, for all the people that think George George Bush didn't like black people, uh, he helped lots of women in Africa get AIDS treatment. Good for him. And helped spread the word of preventing AIDS in Africa the best he could. And there's lots of pictures that you can find of George Bush in his his best, uh, like, casual presidential wear, like, button-up shirt, sleeves rolled up, Mm -hmm. hanging out with women in Africa. And families and shit. 
So random random thing about George W. Bush that you might not have known. He was a big proponent of helping women in Africa. Last thing was just that it's weird that it seems like uh, like Democrats or just liberals in pe- in general fucking hate Republicans until they die, and then they just love them afterwards. Like, have you noticed that trend? I mean, that's yeah. Well, because it'll be like Ronald Reagan. Oh my God, I fucking hate Ronald Reagan and all the bullshit he ever did. Reaganomics. And, and, and then he died, and it was like he was truly a great. Lead. And then Obama said he was the same president. I don't know if you knew that. And then like uh, George H. W. Bush, everyone hated because of Desert Storm. And then he died last year, and everyone was like, "Oh, the great man! What a great man!" We don't speak ill of the dead. Anyway. All right. As I've, we been, end, I have I've been handed a note from our intern Gary. This has been Dead Air. If you want to contact us, please email us at dosanick without a K at gmail.com and you could get your email read on dead air. Thanks, Gary. We're not paying you. Why are you here, Gary? He's our intern. He's an unpaid intern for, for podcasting. Gary, you're making a horrible life choice. I don't know why you're here. <laughs> you're making a horrible... You went to a four-year accredited college. We both dropped out. <laughs> I dropped out of a community college. He at least went to I a know, university. I I thought you left at the second I, semester. Uh, if I didn't leave, I would have failed out and they would have banned me from coming back. So I left. I, 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 well, I dropped out of a community college, so... You also didn't want to... Hey, but on, on, on the Bingham scale of life success, we're doing pretty good. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> we are not... In, we did not join the Islamic State at not, 15. We did not we give up not, our citizenship. We did not... Either uh, of them? Well, father, three children... Um, that are all dead now? Yes. Um, our, uh, uh, fucking... Get some Fs in the chat. Go F. on. <coughs> oh, shit. That's the... <coughs> Begum, God being the mad Begum, making fun the, of the, the Begum, The Begum baby ghosts are clutching at your soul, man. They oh, want a, shit. They want a new body. Ugh. Rest in peace, Begum's children. Begum babies. Begum babies, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Never we had wish your mother hadn't world. been retarded. Alright. Anyway, this has been Dead Air. Y'all have a good one. Bye! Bye, everybody.